It's his movie and he'll straw man if he wants to. He'll lie if he wants to. He'll cast his kids who can't act in certain roles and give them a lot of lines that they kind of just try to edit around if he wants to. It's his movie and you would cry too if you had to watch it. Hello everybody, you are listening to the Dare Daniel podcast where we send you, you people, you send us, us, your most sinister movie dares and we, we suffer the consequences for your, your amusement. I'm Corky McDonald, and is it fair that ISIS just gets to go around cutting people's heads off? I don't think so. With me, as always, is film critic Daniel Barnes. Hi, everybody. On this show, we do your dirty work by watching the most unwatchable movies you can imagine, and then we review and rate the movies using our unique rating system. Run-of-the-mill bad film, we'll rate it a dare. We give the double dare to those truly atrocious movies, and we reserve the reverse dare for those despised movies that are actually pretty good. Today on the podcast, we're reviewing our old buddy, our good old pal, Kevin Sorbo from God's Not Dead, as he stars in and directs his own evangelical straw man fantasy, 2017's Let There Be Light. Why did Ben Parker dare us this movie? He says, because it is literally one of the most hilariously bad faith-based films I have ever seen. IMDb synopsis for Let There Be Light. An atheist goes through a New Year death experience in a car accident before converting to Christianity. Hey, wait a minute! <laughs> Sounds a little familiar. Yes, and to Ben Parker, Spider-Man's dead uncle, I just want you to know that we take this seriously <laughs> because with great turds comes great responsibility. Ding! Yes, this week's film is Let There Be Light, and as Corky said in that IMDb synopsis, I'll say it again, an atheist goes through a near-death experience in a car accident before converting to Christianity. A lot of similarities to a certain uh, film we reviewed. It's actually our most popular episode of all time, episode 39, God's Not Dead, in which Kevin Sorbo starred as an atheist who oh, goes through... Who goes th- <laughs> As as a famous atheist, wait, is he goes, also an atheist who just hates God? He he he's not actually an atheist. He believes in God. He just hates him, right? <laughs> yes. Sorbo starting God not God's not dead is an atheist who goes through a death experience before converting to Christianity. Yeah. Um, medical totally different. Actually denied at the scene of the <laughs> at the scene of the accident, and he was forced to. But you know, it's a completely different movie. Completely different. Stars, Let There Be Light stars and was directed by Sorbo. It is his feature directing debut, if you can believe it. Mm. Not since Blood Simple, Corky, I feel, has directing talent arrived on the screen just so fully formed, so confident. It's just, it's stunning, stunning work. Uh, he, He previously did direct two episodes of Hercules Colon. The Legendary Journeys in the mid-1990s. So you know he's got chops. Sure. Uh, And IMDb says that he is actually currently in pre-production on his latest film, Left Behind, colon, Rise of the Antichrist. (laughs) Rise of the the Antichrist. They made like 50 Left Behind movies. Is he just now rising? (laughs) Well, I think this just means that his kid is going to star in it again. And he gets to be the lead now. (laughs) Right, yes. Let There Be Light was co-written by and co-stars Sam Sorbo. That is Sorbo's wife. She plays his ex-wife in the film. Their children also star as their children. The film also features the likes of Travis Tritt, Dionne Warwick, and Sean Hannity, who also executive produced. It was mostly shot in Birmingham, Alabama with real Americans, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not that Hollywood trash. 30 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not good, but it's 
And you compare it to the God's Not Dead movies, those are in like the, the 10 to 15 range. Yeah. It released October 27, 2017, grossed about $7.2 million at the box office. In reading some of the snippets or reviews, I, I'm, you know, in, in just in honor of this film's message of love, <laughs> I can't even not laugh saying that, but in honor of this film's supposed message of love, I don't, I'm not going to have you fight any film critics, so don't worry. I'm not quoting, I'm not naming names, all right? I'm not Thank going you. there, all right? And I won't wear a wire. <laughs> I don't care what you say. But it did seem as though the general sentiment was, this is pretty good for one of those. You know, I mean, it, it was very backhanded. It was very mild, the praise. But it was sort of like, for what, for this, for what it is, it's not the worst thing ever. Corky. Are you fucking kidding me? I thought it was the worst thing ever. Like, what oh. are your thoughts? The, the fucking, what the fuck, man? This movie, if they're not inventing uh, a, an atheist <laughs> that exists to hate and to mock... Then they're just setting up a, a version of Christianity that doesn't exist. Yeah. And again, the most Christian thing about all these movies is the persecution complex. Just <laughs> they have to hammer how they're so censored and they're so they're going to catch a lot of heat for spreading a Christian <laughs> message on yeah. Christmas. That's the real. You're gonna you're gonna invade Christmas to talk about Jesus. <laughs> Does Kirk Cameron know about this? Yeah, it's the movie is just absolutely absurd on its face. Sorbo's character, Saul Harkins, okay, <laughs> is one of these hotshot, rich and famous, supermodel dating, sports car driving, party all the time atheists. Dan, we're always hearing about. Who's your favorite famous atheist? That's I mean, it. There's the Rolodex of them, right? That's it. Like when you think of famous atheists, and not just famous people who are atheists, but people who yeah. are famous, that's their thing. That's the first sentence of their obituary is that they're an atheist. Richard Dawkins, Christopher uh, Hitchens, maybe. I literally that's all I got. They're not Ricky that famous. Gervais, maybe. <laughs> they're not that famous. No. And they're that's not the th- like no there's no popper there's no atheist paparazzi following them around. Yeah, exactly. There's no atheist paparazzi. It, it's not front page news the day after they get in a car wreck. <laughs> and not everybody knows is gonna run into the invade their personal space asking, Did you cross over? There are networks so dedicated insane. to Christianity. There are there is whole programming. Name the atheist network. Right. <laughs> what is like what is this? Yeah. Unbelievable. And then you get even deeper into it in the essential argument of this film. Once you strip it all away and once you boil it all down is that if you are not aggressively, aggressively proselytizing for the Christian faith, you right. support tra- you support terrorists. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, your options are Christianity, ISIS, end of options. That's it. <laughs> there are no, there's not a third option. The highway is not an option because that's a third option. It's Christianity or ISIS and nothing else. And you think I'm exaggerating this? For comedic effect, no, I am not doing that. <laughs> that no. is the real worldview of this movie: is that it's either Christ or it's ISIS. That's it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just just talking about Christianity battles extremism and other religions. It's like, yeah, they give away the plot. Like when I say give away the plot, I mean like 
they get so close to acknowledging the truth of it so many times. Like, because this religion is extreme, there's extreme aspects of this other religion. That means this other religion is wholly good. It's like, that's just as an extreme of view of religion. Yeah, absolutely. It's and this movie in the in the eyes of this movie, ISIS is basically any Islamic person. It's Indian people. Oh, it's again uh, yeah. atheists. It's at one point like Pakistanis. The famous atheist and his media team jokingly say they're going to create a T-shirt that says "Church equals ISIS" and that they're yes. going to sell billions of these T-shirts. But the f- entire worldview of the film is. Not church equals ISIS. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like every good Christian film, it mentions ISIS more than it mentions Jesus. Like, can you fucking believe that shit? Like, they are so fixated. Yeah. And now, our feature presentation. So let's jump into it. Let there be light. And right away, as you said, we get shots of the Twin Towers. We get scenes from the Boston Marathon bombing, and it really lingers on that, too. All of these scenes of- Charlie Hebdo? Charlie Hebdo. All these, like, scenes of terrorism, of, like, uh, refugee camps and all sorts of riots and firebombs and things like that. While we hear the lyrics, there's power in the name of Jesus. (laughs) So it sets it up right here. It's I mean, Jesus versus terrorists. They like whose side are you on? How did they not have Jesus it really descending? Boils it down like that, like with two machine guns strapped, and he's like <laughs> writing a bomb in, like the end of Doctor or Doctor Strange Love. Oh Christ! I mean, so we jump right into one of those big Christianity versus atheism debate well, <laughs> performances. I don't like who in the fuck is this even for? This whole event. There's no cameras. There's n- you no one's recording it, de- it. Exactly. I'm sorry to cut you off. You no, can't no. call it a debate because debates have moderators. This has somebody who just says people's names and then they just get <laughs> steamrolled over while the topics have nothing to do with anything that gets brought uh, questioned. Well, it's like no one is seeing this except for the people in the building. This debate instantly becomes legendary. Uh-huh. Like legendary worldwide. It, it, it's like an academic debate. Like no <laughs> one gives a flying fuck on either side, any side. <laughs> no one cares. This is complete fucking masturbation. But the movie insists this is very important. This is a debate. It's Kevin Sorbo as Dr. Saul Harkins. He sure hates God and Christian. Did you guys catch that his name is Saul Harkins? He's got a Jewish first name. Yeah. And his last name is a, an amalgamation of Hawkins or Dawkins and Hitchens. <laughs> and he's the Saul of Tarsus. He's going to be converted. Like, I, I can't believe he didn't change his name to Kevin at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> just like, you're like, oh, that's kind of a Jewish name for me. He hates God. He hates Christian. His new book is Aborting God. Yep. Colon, the reason choice. He is debating basically the Alan Combs of Christianity here. This guy is like <laughs> such a fucking straw man for him. He's, his book is A Return to Faith. The great thing is that these guys go back and forth and the crowd eats up both sides. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, okay. God, God, got, got a yeah. good jab in there. But oh, oh, boy, here comes, uh, you know, here comes atheism. Oh, what, what's, what's jab, God going to do? Jab, what's God going to do? like, <laughs> And ultimately, Saul has more personality, right? He He's more fun on stage. He's than an this. asshole. Oh, he's a complete asshole. And no one, no one would buy this. 
in a million years. But the 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 film insists that he's very charismatic. Like watch Christopher Hitchens debates. Please mm. go watch them. The man was a profligate drinker. He would eviscerate <laughs> people, but with words. He was never like this. He was no. never a showboating, hamming it up. No, none of them are. None of these atheist and Christian debates are like this. But they have to. Invent- who is this for? Like, who are even these people who are sitting here listening to this? Like, from what I gather, Saul is not even like an academic or anything. He's just a guy who writes books bashing Christianity. That's what <laughs> like, I wanted to get to. Like, was he famous before he became the famous atheist job? writer? What is he? What the fuck is he? He's just the world's biggest atheist. That's when what did, we keep hearing over it, and over again. It must have been the most meteoric rise after his really kid died. <laughs> like, he just started churning out books. <laughs> But yeah, he's up on stage, he's showboating, he says, I'm going to cheerlead for sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And oh boy, does the crowd love it. They love it. And of course, it's one of those things where every atheist just has to have the tortured, I used to believe, but now I'm bitter past. Yeah. He's, He's basically like, God can't possibly exist because my son died of cancer and I refuse to pray, quote, to the very God that killed him. Yeah. This is this bizarre take on atheism that also exists in the God's Not Dead movie where it's like they do believe in God, right, atheists. Right. They're just mad. Yeah, exactly. Bitter. He extols drugs and alcohol. Yeah, party. He says that his religious credo is party on Wayne. And the crowd loves this 30-year-old <laughs> reference. They <laughs> just cannot get enough of it. Well, Dan, for me, 30-year-old Saturday Night Live references are the height of comedy. Not. <laughs> but the crowd, they eat it up. Standing ovation. <laughs> they are now convinced that there is no God. You've won me over by saying party on Wayne. The crowd is going fucking nuts. They're like doing keg stands. 20 seconds before that moment, he was on stage crying the lamenting of the dead son who <laughs> wasted away with cancer. The crowd is just wild, ripping shirts off, throwing hotel keys on the stage. Yeah, it's it's a real scene. It's a real scene. But yeah, he triumphs. Atheism triumphs. Um, but at home alone, he's he's lonely. He's cursing the god he doesn't believe exists. He's watching an infomercial, and he sarcastically says to himself, living the dream <laughs> i mean first of all like you're a rich man you got other channels besides like the fucking <laughs> the home shopping network right like infomercials and shit like that also you're depressed get get a dog yeah sure go to therapy <laughs> exercise more these are problems that like have solutions uh-huh. <laughs> like also i don't feel so bad for this guy he's at a fucking sweet ass impossibly to afford manhattan apartment drinking good scotch eating ice cream watching late night tv by himself fuck yeah that is the Sounds dream like the life <laughs> So the next day, hungover, of course. Yes. Like all atheists, he goes to see his ex-wife, Katie. This is Sam Sorbo. Oh, boy. And it's his day with the boys because they've they've separated. And they're very snippy with each other. When he tells her that he's got a book party to go to that night, she says, 
another God bashing party. Good for you. <laughs> All the Christians in here are like so fucking salty and oh, sarcastic. They're, oh my they're god, just, like, dripping with sarcasm. It's oh, the oh, just he, uh, he he says his atheism pays the bills here, and she says, "Who pays the emotional bill?" And she almost kind of like winked at the camera and high fived herself. Show right. the script, Seriously. the page it's that like, she wrote that. Yes. Line. <laughs> yes. Just imagine her writing that line and be like, "Fuck!" She just ran moment. in and was like, "Yes." Um. Yeah. But Katie is is appalled because she heard she heard about his big debate. Yeah. Yeah. The, the one because you, you, you're constantly about. hearing about big debates, right? Like <laughs> people can't stop talking about the big right. debate last night. Like Lincoln Douglas was the last fucking <laughs> debate that anyone gave a fuck about. Like seriously. Oh my god! But she is appalled that she that he would use the memory, yeah, of their dead son to promote his belief system. So let's just dog ear that page and remember it. When they later launch an app, oh, wait. when they launch a fucking app with a social media component to exploit the memory of their dead son to promote their belief system. And her actively dying. And also, this is where I talk about how it, it almost gives up the plot. It almost gives up the grift on on religion, right? Or at least on Christianity. Because she says, like, the boys are sad because you're yeah. telling them that their brother's not in heaven. <laughs> so it's almost like if you flip that, it's like, just lie. Yeah, just fucking, you know what I'm saying? And you're like, oh, that just maybe that's how the it. whole fucking thing got invented, right? Just no, there's just a go. place you go when you die. We'll see you again. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and the boys are played by the Sorbos mm. children again because they hate exploiting kids. How how, yep. how dare you? And these kids, <laughs> I I say like uh, all all child acting is is exploitation on some level these kids cannot fucking act uh-uh. like this was more about generational wealth and making sure they didn't like if they were going to pay somebody they were going to pay their own damn kids that's again, exactly so. what this is exactly that kid could not act the tall one Ooh. oh my god he Very looks well. at the camera a couple times yes i know <laughs> so saul He's at his book party and he's pounding the booze. He's boozing this book up party, anything to kill the pain. He says, "I love this book party because it's oh, like boy. Kendall Roy wouldn't throw himself this kind of party, right? This is fucking Caligula. Like this is what Sam Sorbo thinks atheist book parties are." Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the booze is flowing hardcore. He's got a malaprop dropping Russian supermodel girlfriend, but they don't love each other. Um, there's a sign there. I don't know where this sign comes from. It's like somebody made the sign, but it just says in headline form, <clears throat> Harkins compares church to ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> just church. Like, just church. This is like the, the, the concept of even like, Christianity is so freaking limited. It's in such a little bubble, in such a little box. It's just willfully ignorant. Uh huh. Uh huh. 100%. I noticed the same thing later when he's like, church equals ISIS. It's like, so they just monopolize church now. That's just, just that means church. Christianity. She's church. Yes, absolutely. I thought this was kind of a snide, shitty, considering that Sam and Kevin Sorbo were both models that became mm-hmm. actors. It's mm-hmm. kind of a shitty take on, because this, this fucking punchline that is a supermodel yeah all she does is drop malaprops yeah and be obsessed with getting pictures taken and paparazzi it's like yeah, yeah. didn't you guys do that 
until you got you no right Hercules. that's normal it's not normal for a, a person in your industry um this is when you start noticing that he might have a bit of a drinking problem mm. <laughs> probably because he references it in every scene he's abusing <laughs> it in every scene and everybody else announces it in every scene and he pounds a cocktail named after himself. He just he's, he mentions double fisting like multiple times during the same party. I have not like, reached my alcohol, my vodka consumption for the day. He's like, he can't go a line without slipping in. It's like, we get it. Absolutely, yes. we're going to have the intervention for you talking about being an alcoholic. <laughs> like, really? Can you just like silently do it? Can you be a secret drinker? Hunter S. Thompson didn't mention his oh, fucking geez. narcotics abuse <laughs> as much as this guy. So enter Saul's PR team. <laughs> this is Tracy and Norm, and who else could be in Legion with Evil but a black woman and a gay man yep. who are true non-believers? Like they they don't they're not just pushing us. They believe in this message of God can't be alive because it's not cool. Also drinking. Also, it doesn't sell because that's one yeah, thing we know doesn't Christianity sell. doesn't do. It's not profitable to be a Christian. There's no money in it. There's just no money in it. They, we've we've seen this again and again. Tracy says to him, "That last debate is going to put you over the top." Of what? Of what? The atheism rankings? Like, is this another again. biker boys, king of Cali fucking situation? It's like we're just making up shit over the top. We got to break this down. What is the worst ranking system that we've reviewed? Is it the assassins? ranking system is it the stunt motorcycle jump bikers is it the stunt motorcycle race bikers or is it the atheist rankings i just wish there could have been like a, a like another atheist who is like even more of a jerk or something like that you Fuck know? You, like he's, man. he's the up-and-coming atheist oh and she um norm says that this whole isis is no different than the church thing no uh, this is tracy again she says this whole ISIS is no different than the church thing has gone viral, baby. <laughs> what? what? That's like such a fucking facile fucking observation. How the fuck could that possibly go viral? Also, all her dialogue. Remember, Sam Sorbo, a middle-aged white woman, wrote all this dialogue. This is how she thinks her sassy black friends speak. Oh, ab- yes, absolutely. Norm suggests, uh, this is where Norm suggests an ISIS equals church t-shirt. We'll sell a million of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, there's all the atheist paparazzi that he is to get by out of this big atheist book party. This, it's just like, what fucking fantasy world? It's like the fucking Dark Crystal is more <laughs> grounded in reality than this fucking nonsense. Okay, so Saul leaves the party. He's drunk. Yeah. He is dead drunk, but that does not stop him from drinking. Mm-mm. In the car. He's, he's driving. He's drinking. He's drinking right out of the bottle. He's talking on his uh, cell phone. This is so funny because he calls his agent who's at the bar and realizes this guy was pretty sauced when he left. And he finds out he's driving, right? So what does he do when he finds out his really inebriated friend is driving? He keeps talking to him. He's like, that's one thing you want an inebriated driver to do. Be more distracted. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Send him a picture. Tell him to look at the thing you just sent him. Have a really rambling conversation with him. I think uh, this I think this conversation, I think this was added later. I think this was added later because the the really fey effeminate agent is really just asking to be put up with uh, the supermodel's sister or grandmother even, right? I think it focus grouped with Christians who watch it. They're like, yeah, we can't really have a gay character at all. 
Right. Yeah. Like, he's he got to he talk be, about. He can be feminine. Yeah, we can hate him. We can know what he's coded for, but he, he and if he's lecherous, that's fine too. He can he can fuck any woman, but and beg about it. But yeah, I really think this was added later. You might be right at that. Um, Saul, however, kaboosh! He just crashes his car right into a construction site. He instantly sees visions. It is. Oh god, it looks so fucking. This bad. is Land of the Lost. Yeah, style graphics. It's it, like this memory tunnel. Oh my god! It's a little similar to Biker Boys to the tunnel. Uh, that, yeah, that, um, Larry Fishburne sees. I was thinking of that Kanye song, uh, Flashlights, where he says, I, I walk through my memory museum. This is what mm-hmm. I like, imagine a memory museum would look Probably like. Probably a really cut-rate memory museum. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> in Panama City, Florida. <laughs> Come and see the memory That's a reference museum. to Dancing It's On. Go check out that episode. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he crashes. He's, he's in a memory tunnel. He's looking at his memory tunnels. Uh, it's a white light. These lights form into a little boy. And he says, this is literally what he says. He goes, Davy, my son, is that you? <laughs> like, they have to say my son. And uh, you know why? Because I think when they were shooting the movie, they literally forgot to A, tell us his name or show us a picture of him. And so they had to have a line where he goes, my son. Like, this is crucial. This yeah. is an essential fucking thing. And it just like, it goes so fucking quickly. So again, like what age is this kid? that he died at like eight yeah little kid probably Six, yeah seven, probably eight. about eight right so he was eight the other kids one kid's not much older than eight mm. where was he in this pecking order of kids right was he the oldest was he yeah middle? was he the middle child yeah, yeah. because that that would mean that he would have kevin sorbo was already spiraling and then had another kid raised them fine <laughs> got divorced <laughs> became an atheist profited off it yeah. I couldn't figure out the timeline. Don't dig too deep. Don't dig too deep. Um, but they embrace Davy, my son, and yes. his dad. But Davy says, you must go back. He didn't want to go back, but he says, Daddy, let there be light. Let there be light, Daddy. Let there be light. <laughs> and Saul comes back. I get it. I get it. He was dead for four minutes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. A very expository nurse. Like really oh, this doctor. It, this is my favorite performance in the movie. This guy, every line, he's got a different emotion that he's doing. And it's so fucking funny. It's like, like he won a contest to be in the movie or something. Exactly. It is so fucking awkward. He was really hammering home these, like he's running lines and he's like doing them. He's like, I'm going to be curious on this part, but then I'm going to be stern on this one. <laughs> Oh, it's so fucking fun. I love bad acting. It is so bad. It's pretty fucking amazing. And of course, oh. like all doctors, or you want to hear your medical professionals tell you that something is a miracle. Like, fuck, like we don't know. Yeah, it's, right. But it's pretty miraculous. Like, higher powers. <laughs> but come to us next time you're sick or anything. <laughs> Norman Tracy, come in. This is PR team. And he tells them, I saw Davy. I was in this amazing light. And they don't buy it. 
They don't want to hear it. They only care about that sweet, sweet atheist money. Just that making that cheddar. Just this is this is how bad this agent is. This agent, like as soon as he hears this, is like, no, I can't make any money with that. I gotta shut that shit down. Like it would be so much more profitable than I don't care. I don't care if you're the most famous atheist. I don't care if you bang Russian supermodels. I do not care. A converted atheist Christian fans would eat that shit up. Oh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, seriously. Oh my god. If yeah, but they act as though like he's just persona non grata. <laughs> like they just How dare you? You hurt our feelings. This guy is so fixated on making a buck off this guy that he can't see the potential for even more. He's he's not a good agent. He's better rid of him. And just, I mean, the stunning hypocrisy at work here in a movie that is basically Christianity and Fox News decrying profiting off an ideology. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, I, it just it boggles the fucking <laughs> mind. It boggles the fucking mind. It's just like if like Hannibal Lecter like was like, "Are you kidding me with these people who eat human skin?" Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm only. It only boggles my mind that it took him this long to get to join forces. <laughs> So Katie comes in and she's there just to harangue him. Her whole the whole first half of the movie, she is she's, just uh, she's rich. a monster. He compares her to the shrew from yeah. Taming of the Shrew at one point. And honestly, that was an apt comparison. Kind of her fits. reaction is to be like the shrew. And she storms. You think out. I'm like the shrew? What really blows my mind is she wrote that scene. It's like you fucking wrote that. You wrote, wrote in it. that he's calling you a harpy and you get to be offended by it. It's like what what shit are you working out here, Sam Sorbo? <laughs> but I love when she comes in. As soon as she comes in, like she knows his publicist. They have a relationship. They have. She's like, oh, it's good to see you. How you been? Like that. It's like that's where I was like. How the fuck long has he been doing this? And and how did he have a publicist for this gig? And that she, he knows his wife. But you can already tell that uh, his agent doesn't like her because he just looks at Kevin Sorbo with a yikes look. <laughs> well, yeah, because Tracy and Norm are going to get him a talk show. Oh, yeah. The atheist talk show that, you know, I mean, that's just so they actually tell him, you're going to be the next Bill Maher. Just, <laughs> that is amazing. Bill Maher was a, a comedian and a TV yep. host for like 20 fucking years yep. before Religulous or anything. You he know had, what I mean? He like, had politically incorrect in the 90s. He was he, a stand up comedian. Yeah. He was on TV shows on HBO. And I mean, he's been around forever. He has such a long career before a minor sidebar into like atheism. And and it's just set up to get a dig at his height. That's all it is because oh, right. he, he goes, yeah. you're going to be the next Bill Maher. The reaction, the line is, I know because I'm taller than him. Why would, why would, what? Darling, the, the mayor of Munchkinland is taller than Bill Maher. Ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, Tracy and Norm want him to lie and say, you didn't, you didn't have an after-death experience because we want that money. Katie says... In this classic, like, passive-aggressive, like, in a Christianity way, like it or not, I'll be praying for you. <laughs> like, this is, like, everyone is so sarcastic yeah. and so fucking, like, on edge. Uh, and Saul walks out, and the media, of course, is just grilling him. Did you have a near-death experience? Tell us, what are your beliefs now? Do you still believe in atheism? Like, what? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Whatever in any scenario ever. Ever. It's like it's just it's a complete fantasy. It's I've never heard a reporter storm into somebody. Okay, and this guy was dead for four minutes. 
He's released not 24 hours later. He's just like, I'm ready to go home. Just ready like, to doctor's go home. like, you're good. We don't know. We don't know how it happened. It's a miracle. Send him on his way. By the way, we're, we've told everybody that you died and you might have seen something. <laughs> Who told the reporters that he died? Who? Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. Nonsense. So back home alone and he starts drinking again. Uh-oh. Norman Tracy, meanwhile, they want him to get ready for his comeback presentation. <laughs> like, what's the, what is the wait? Like, what's the audience for his comeback presentation? Yeah. What? <laughs> like, listen to yourselves. <laughs> like, that's no one is like. How the fuck does he make millions doing comeback presentations? Nonsense. They also say this is a big deal because this is the audition gig. For the cable talk show. <laughs> That's not how cable talk shows work. So this comeback presentation is actually an audition gig? Yeah. He seems it, to be doing just fine, by the way. He's doing fine. He's doing just fine. So it's his big comeback presentation. Where he's and at the, the same gig. location, wearing the same, same place. Same clothes. Yeah. Well, they want to recreate it. Uh, it has nothing to do with the <laughs> oh, fact that, that they the only have they one did? fucking location. Yeah, they were like, we want to recreate the scene of your great evisceration, that debate. You destroyed him so much because everyone's talking about this debate. In reality, it's because they only had the place for one day. Exactly. So Katie's there for some reason at his God bashing Did they party. explain why all the audience members wore di- the same shit but just sat in different spots? <laughs> right. I'm going to wear the same thing that I saw when he saw I saw him destroy the Christian on stage. <laughs> and the way they reacted when he, de- he defeated the Christian, it's like I, I wasn't expecting them to feed that guy to the lions or something like that. No, like they, were, they were taking it old school. <laughs> so... Saul is reading off a teleprompter and it's it's this prepared statement that's basically like, hey, I died and I didn't see any of this nonsense. I didn't see any pearly gates. I didn't see this, this. And he comes to Dearly Departed and he just kind of uh, stumbles. He stumbles. He breaks down. He screams. He punches the lectern. Every Everybody is peas and carrots, peas and carrots, peas and carrots. <laughs> rhubarb, rhubarb. Convulsions, watermelon, lemon. And an ambulance, and oh my god! So he's he had a little breakdown. There. His wife is there. Like his wife has yeah. done nothing but express hatred for him and all that he stands for. Why is she attending this debate? She's going to hear the results anyway on the the ticker tape that comes out. <laughs> uh, big news in the debate here: atheist defeats Christianity. We all know and believe us now. Christmas is canceled. <laughs> Gods are dead. He says, "I saw our son." The crowd loses their shit. Everybody. <gasps> Yeah, but like, how do they know which son he's talking about? Like, yeah, they, do they know is... that he has a dead kid. They do because they were all at the debate that was filmed earlier that day. Still <laughs> <announced it> on <laughs> stage. <laughs> so back in the hospital, and in comes Doctor Patel. Uh oh, is she oh, vaguely uh, ethnic? Uh, yeah, not Dr. even vaguely. Patel, She's just not <laughs> vaguely at all, and she loves aborting God. Oh, loves God, she... aborting God because, of course, she does. She's an ISIS. Don't yeah. you get it, Patel? Atheism. Her skin is dark. If she doesn't embrace Jesus, she's one of them. She's supporting the terrorists, uh, and she says she calls what he had a panic attack. Uh-huh. And he asks about, you know, hey, I saw this light, and I, was, I thought I saw something in death. And she says, oh, that's what's called a death search, to which Katie 
rolls her yeah. eyes and smirks and just like, oh, God, what the, just like the, the superiority is yes. so repulsive. This is the it's, doctor, this is the woman who goaded him into asking the doctor about it, did not mm-hmm. like the answers she got, and then yep. rolls her eyes. It's like, oh, do you do that when everybody just gives you any news you don't like? Like, did you do that when your son was told that he was, situation was terminal? Oh, yeah. I roll. Maybe you haven't heard about the big JC, huh? And ultimately, Saul denies it. Oh, I didn't have a, I didn't have near death yeah. vision. No, no, no. So we go back to his house. So, boy, his egomania is just out of control because right. everything in his house is him. Yeah. It is all like his book jackets blown like, I up get that. with like quotes on it. He also has a Warholian four-panel yes. portrait of himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> shit. That was the one that got me. I was like, I get it. You're proud of your books. That's fine. Sure. They're bestsellers. It pays for this place. Okay. But the <laughs> fucking Warholian. Like, you got someone to do you in a Warhol page and it hung it in your own crib. Unbelievable. Uh, and some of his book titles, Hercules, More Real Than God. Yep. These are pretty uh, good book we, titles. I gotta, we see I gotta be honest. A, a quote from a critic uh, from a critic on that one: "A compelling read for all, for all, Corky, for all, even our children." Uh, there's one called "The God Virus: yep. Common Sense to Save the World." It's just fucking unbelievable. From faith to sense. Yep. <laughs> so this again, this means he was a Christian, mm-hmm. lost his kid, went to atheism, and now because he was mad at God, follows him back. Christianity. Uh, uh. Um, yeah, the older boy is not buying it. No. Oh, this older boy. Well, that's poor kid. He's, He's a user. He uses you. Right. I don't want to see you get hurt again. It's like no human speaks like this, much less like a 13-year-old fucking boy. Well, no, I think this so. is Sam Sorbo writing to Kevin about like putting the kids in the films. Like, <laughs> He's a user. He's going to use you. <laughs> The least surprising thing about this movie is that Kevin Sorbo has a son named Brayden. Brayden. That's his kid's <laughs> name. That's his kid's name. Brayden Sorbo. Cool. Uh, back at Saul's place, he's drunk. He's rambling, and Katie shows up. Specifically, What's up with the doorman shtick? Like this right? doorman yeah. is a running gag. I don't get the doorman bit, uh, but Katie shows up just to take a big shit on him, as she always does. Uh-huh. Um, but then he opens up. About Davy, and suddenly she warms, she smiles, she cradles his head in her lap. And this is the way she is for the whole rest of the movie. Yes, is that all of a sudden she is like Earth Mother. <laughs> she is a portrait of grace in everything that she does. Um, but of course, she also directs him to the pastor at her church. Yes. Because you got to seal the deal. Always be closing. <laughs> you want those steak knives. You want a set of steak knives. You know, it's. Uh, we got the Glengarry leads. <laughs> I drove here in a Winnebago that has a Jesus fish on the back. What did you drive here in? <laughs> so Norm, the publicist, we forgot to mention that Norm, because, oh my God, this is how in a bubble the people who made this movie are. Norm speaks like this. He always addresses people. Darling. Darling. I mean, like it's fucking breakfast at Tiffany's or something. It's like, darling. Um <laughs> Just unbelievable. Um, so he sets up an interview in Saul's house. He's like, we got to do a little damage control here. Get an interview going. Yeah. And the interviewer right away goes, did you get a glimpse of the great beyond? It's like, 
Great opening question, psycho. What the <laughs> fuck? What journalism is this? This is pretty fucking garbage. Yes, because she's interviewing Keith Richards later. Like that was her other option. Like, what publication is this? <laughs> what? What is this? Yeah, uh, yeah. Because he's flustered and ends the interview, and she's like, "I could have interviewed Keith Richards, and I came here to interview Saul Harkins, the great atheist." Do you think they had to explain to this actress who Keith Richards is? Yeah, I'm <laughs> this twenty-year-old sure. actress. Uh, Norm advises him, darling, get your head out of the afterlife and into this one. (laughs) Great. So Saul, he goes to meet Katie's pastor, and it's Pastor Vinny. Pastor Vinny, he's painting a white picket fence. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's good. If you're good, you paint white picket well, fences. He's painting the same 10 inches of a white picket yes. fence. Yes. <laughs> really working time. that one slat. Vinny, he's got a colorful backstory. He's a kook. He was a wise guy. And then he was an ex-con. And he says things like, oh, you know, Jesus got whacked, right? Oh. Oh, man. I added the O, oh, but he did Bada say bing. Jesus gets whacked. Jesus that's, gets whacked. You know that's a real-life mobster? That's Michael Franzese. Oh, okay. Is it? He was like almost head of the Columbos, got arrested, and then turned and became a born-again Christian. Well, beautiful. Good for him. <laughs> and now he was in this movie. Yes. Vinny in a, <laughs> in a- My Pastor Vinny. The sequel. They're going to do a spinoff. <laughs> My Pastor Vinny. <laughs> so Vinny's trying to, you know, convince Saul to come over to the way of the light and away from the atheism, and he uses. Oh my god! This is, I love this is the logic of this movie. He basically uses the Bible as evidence to prove the veracity of the Bible. Yep, he says, "I'm a, I'm a, I'm a street guy. I need evidence, right? I need evidence." Streets weren't even around when the Bible was <laughs> created, right? He fucking uses the evidence of what happened to the corpse. Where the, where the body go? Okay, <laughs> you come from a crime organization that made bodies disappear all the time. Right? <laughs> were you utterly befucked every time that happened? Like, oh, it's now, a fucking it miracle. Oh, where did that drum that we threw in the Lake Mead go? Oh. <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa, he ain't dead. He resurrected. Where's the body? <laughs> this is another part where they give up the grift right mm. he's like you know like i wasn't on the bible i didn't come i didn't need no miracles or anything i just needed to be locked down for years on end with no hope of prospects of getting out <laughs> and then be you know totally isolated before i could really join this cult <laughs> like it's like you're almost there you're almost really admitting how you get people to convert yeah and Vinny, they talk a little bit about let there be light. What does it mean, let there be light? Pastor Vinny interprets it as being about, wait for it, Jesus. It's a twist you'd never see coming. It's out of nowhere. Because he says, what's Christmas? Well, it's Jesus' birthday. Unless you're some kind of pagan. Uh, he doesn't say that, but that's a reference to uh, the pagans in... Uh, Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. But he says, yeah, Christmas is Jesus' birthday. It's also the darkest time of the year. <laughs> In our fucking hemisphere, yeah, okay, sure. You think like, that's by accident? You, you think, think that's yeah. by accident? And this is where his rhetoric turns from folksy to alarming. <laughs> yes. To cult leader-ish. Uh, he says, there's a darkness spreading across the globe. Can't you see it? 
people are getting whacked like it's the Middle Ages. You see these ISIS, they got black clothes. They got black flags. They're a cult of death. <laughs> what? Meanwhile, both these guys wearing black shirts. Yes. It's like, it's like what the fuck are you even doing? <laughs> They're wearing black. And they says the answer to darkness is light. Let there be light. This is not a convincing argument at all. He's just using semantics. But Saul, the hardcore atheist, is fully convinced. He's oh, like, yeah. oh, I get it. Yeah, dark and now light. That makes total. Yeah, I get it. Next scene, baptism. <laughs> baptism. He's just getting, he's he's full on now. It's like no fucking half measures with this guy. They're in a creek. Pastor Vinny is wearing a polo shirt and board shorts. <laughs> Flip-flops. That's like it's so fucked up. Oh, back at home, the oldest boy, I didn't catch the kids' names, and who cares, but he confronts Gus this, and Sam. Gus this is new, the new dad. Gus confronts uh, reformed dad. Gus is a little suspicious, you know, because this guy's been, he's been mocking their Christian faith for so darn long, they just don't know if they can trust him. Sure. But he, he gathers them in, and he apologizes for mocking their faith. And the kids say, Davy saved your soul. And the oldest boy basically agrees with the pastor and says, let there be light. It just means spread the word of Jesus. All oh, these precocious kids, they'll say the darndest things. So he's going to go spread the word of light. So he goes back to the same interviewer that he had kicked out. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and <laughs> this is one of my favorite things. He says, these are the letters that saved my life. And he shows her a piece of paper. It is like <laughs> like an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. At the top, it says LTBL. And then it just has like all of these underlines, like a whole page of like squiggly <laughs> underlines. <laughs> like, like, was like that the moment? That so hard. He like, it just was like, oh, underline, underline, yeah, underline, like, underline. No, he wrote that. And then he's like, that's it, underline. Hang and then on. came back to it 30 minutes later. He's like, nope, still it. <laughs> Underlines it again. Or does he just repeat, write that every day? <laughs> and he's like trying to get it perfect. And he's like, oh, this doesn't fill up the paper. I just got to put some lines there. <laughs> oh, uh, the shit. What does she think? What does she think the acronym is, though? <laughs> oh, fuck. What was it? I can't remember. Lesbian, trans, bisexual, or something like that. <laughs> So like fuck. So like I'm just. They take swings at everybody. Earlier he calls oh, a yeah. Russian supermodel a commie, like all liberals do. Yeah. They take yep, swipes yep. at North Korea, Bill sure. Maher. Uh, Norm, of course, dumps him on the spot as a client yeah. because there's just no money to be made in religion. You're throwing away your career by being religious. He says this relationship with Jesus has made you toxic and unsellable. <laughs> what? What world do they think they in actually inhabit? Seriously. It, it's, it just is insane. Remember this when there's a three-hour fucking Christmas special, a three-hour Hannity Christmas <laughs> special. News. And when they brag about how big Sean Hannity's numbers are, they, they actually like mention, I'm sure, which I'm sure was uh, institute. The publicist knows the numbers yes. off the spot. Yeah. So yeah, Norm dumps him. Uh oh, things are looking low. But here in comes Katie, and she's got an idea—a lightning bolt of a nonsensical idea. 
her idea is this. And she shows her flashlight on her cell phone. And he's like, what? Just use her phone app? And she's like, no, everyone. Okay, this is their stupid fucking plan. Everyone's going to shine their phone's flashlight to the sky. Yeah. And that will light up the darkness. She says, we can synchronize it with an app. As Okay. We'll get NASA to send us satellite pictures. <laughs> a selfie for God. NASA's cool, right? You're, you're you the, can just ask NASA to give you satellite in the world. You got NASA on speed dial, right? <laughs> and there will be a social media component. They'll have Christians lurking in the chat rooms <laughs> to answer questions about Christianity. Like, that's the issue, right? Is that people are just like, I, what's this Christianity everyone's talking about? Like, I don't know. Uh, what are the tenets of the faith? Like, that's why people aren't coming to church. Really? <laughs> She says they'll be digital missionaries. They'll be digital missionaries. So good. Like, you want to proselytize? She's like, yes. Fuck yes, I do. Yes. She says we should be proselytizing life with as much vigor as ISIS proselytizes death. ISIS is their Dikembe Mutombo block shot into the eighth row for every argument yep. on every occasion. You bring up anything that'd be just like, oh yeah, well, ISIS does this, so we're we're gonna do what we want. ISIS in the script is like the opening scenes of all terrorism acts that they were doing. It's just like, got him. It's it's yeah. just fucking regurgitate some violence, get him scared. Okay, we're gonna whip up the religious fervor now. When when that interviewer hears that NASA is in on this project, is she like non-binary, androgynous, satanist, anarchist? <laughs> She's just so in that sodomite world. She doesn't know. She can't think of anything else. It's just so seeped in. <laughs> so crazy. So all of this is completely insane. Yeah. Completely yeah. insane. Uh, but Saul is convinced yet again. This guy was just such a hard ass. Is to take all these devices made by children in sweatshops. Yeah. And it's like, just let these be the symbols of God's love. <laughs> Yeah. You know those children's suffering to make these things that we just tossed disposable? Yes. Shine and a somehow, light. <laughs> it's going to somehow get through the atmosphere. Right? It'll stand out from all the light pollution. <laughs> this, it's a cell phone light. It's a cell phone light. They're going to light the darkness with their damn cell phone lights. It's just unfucking believable But yeah, Saul is like, huh. To beat an ideology of evil... You need an ideology of good. Logical. Um, the most hilarious. Remember how you said, like, from the moment he conf- talks about seeing Davy, she becomes like Mother Earth, nurturing yeah. grace. Same with him. The second he st- decides he's not an atheist anymore, gone are all his smarmy jokes, shitty acts. Like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, he's just dripping with goodness. He's very sincere. And yeah, yeah it's uh, very, yeah. The most hilarious part of this completely insane plan that is just absolute nonsense is that she off the hand suggests a feature where you text, (laughs) let there be light, and it makes a donation to the local food bank. So they're doing good. I'm like, how the fuck would that work? Like, you're monitoring and scraping people's private texts and then (laughs) charging them somehow? Like... I, that's identity theft. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what you're working on here. This is a, like a, a total data fucking hijacking scam. This is all this is is it's the same thing at the end of God's Not Dead. It it 
hijacks religious fervor and people's commitment to their faith into marketing for the movie. Yes. That's that's fucking what it is. So, well, this is all settled. They're going to go out and do good. And he's like, well, you know, speaking of feeding people. (laughs) Let me get some of those mommy milkers. He's like, speaking of feeding people, how about we get some dinner? And she says, oh, the boys would love it, especially if it's Chick-fil-A. Like, oh, give it a rest for two right. fucking seconds. Like, right? we get it. We get it. You're a Christian. You're only going to eat at the Christian-approved fast food restaurants. Maybe we, we can stop by Hobby Lobby. The Chick-fil-A by the Hobby Lobby. We can go do that. <laughs> like, just, like, turn it off just nope. for a moment. They cannot. God. They, she had to come up with a reason why the Russian supermodel wouldn't kiss her husband on screen. Oh, Because absolutely. she knew that would not be a good for, you know, her Christianity. Exactly. Yeah. Tracy, we find out. Norm, Norm bailed at the first, you yeah, know, uh, sight of God's light. But Tracy sticks it out and she says, thank you for reintroducing me to my faith. Yeah. She strayed from the church because, I don't know, it wasn't cool. I'm like, how weak-willed are these people? It's like Saul says, no God. Okay, great. Standing ovation, no God. Saul says, God. Oh, thank you for reintroducing me to my... F- like, what? He didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. That's fucking like, true. This, and he's objectively less cool than he ever was before. The the sheeple in this movie, like <laughs> they just do whatever the hell Saul tells them. His to agents do. like, look, I was just trying to fuck you. I'm sorry. I can. I know it's not going to work now, so I'm out. <laughs> um, actually, the people who aren't too sure are Christians who are kind of paranoid, suspicious, and unwilling to forgive. So it's not a total fantasy. Um, <laughs> they're, they're just like, I don't know. Hey. This guy says he's found God's light. Yeah. Prove it, jerk. I mean, <laughs> like, so the whole thing of our thing is that you can always be forgiven and you can come to Jesus at any time. No, nope, I'm not buying it. Unless you were a dick. I need proof. I need things that are real and proven. That's why I believe the Bible. <laughs> so he goes, they go out on their date together, Katie and Saul. Yeah. He <laughs> he so moves way fast, really fast. He There's even a scene a, when he goes to pick her up for the date, and like Sam Sorber wrote in a scene where everybody reacts to how beautiful she looks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, "Whoa, hang Man, on, fucking cha 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 cha." So Sam <laughs> or Saul has set up a table. In the park somewhere, I don't and know. strung lights, and yeah. there's like someone in a waiter's outfit, and she's like blown away by this because this would c- probably cost a bit of money, but it's it's obvious that they just didn't have the extras budget for a restaurant. Scene. No, it's shot and in the like, old-fashioned right. uh, fucking thrift store, or whatever antique shop that that guy in old-fashioned. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it totally was. <laughs> Uh, but she's blown away. She's just like, this is amazing. I mean, it kind of is, but it's also like, what? This this costs like a... Anyway. Meanwhile, this guy's had two near-death experiences like last week. Like, he died, right? Fucking not even phased. The kids do not care at all about that shit. Nobody's asking no, how he feels. They're just, they're just happy you came to God. You sure you want to go out, Dad? You sure you want to eat heavy meals? Yeah. You sure you're okay? Is your heart uh, healthy for sex? Can you please uh, <laughs> consult a doctor? <laughs> but he proposes. 
Fuck. He proposed. It's been like two days. Yeah. It's like baptized. He's just like, yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. And she says yes, and they dance, and they go home and tell the boys. Um, and the oldest is still seems obstinate, but then he goes, psych, I'm just busting your chops. <laughs> Stupid. How does, oh. how does Kevin Sorbo know that all of this, like, now f- newfound faith and all these – I mean – he, the guy should be going through DTs as much as he was drinking before. Right. Like he just stopped cold fucking turkey and is good. Like he's not sweating, he's not feeling shit. He's that doesn't have the shakes in the morning. Yeah, pretty unbelievable. But that's God for you. Yep. Um, of course, now they can't afford their lavish lifestyle because Dad prayed away his meal ticket, so yeah. they'll be moving into a <laughs> to a apartment. Um, but yeah, just as everything seems wonderful and everybody's happy and wonderful, Katie uh, slurs her words, she convulses, she falls, oh my god, down she goes, another ambulance. It's like the third ambulance that we've had called. I was not people. expecting this this fucking storyline. Yeah, she goes down, they wheel her away, and <coughs> the, kid's, the kid says, Dad, God's not going to let this happen again, is he? And he's basically like, well, pff, that depends on your prayers. <laughs> Both the volume and the quality, because uh, it's like he really does dump it on, like, well, this is yeah. where your prayers come in. This, so you got to text this hashtag. Make them super it's... good. Yeah. Touch this hashtag 10 times an hour, or mom's going to croak it. And even if she does, that's still God's plan, too. He just answered your prayers a different way. That basically is what they say later on. Yeah. All, God answers every prayers. But also all your prayers that he would not, your brother wouldn't die. He just answered them in a different way. Mm-hmm. Good. Good stuff. <laughs> it's, that's not confusing. But who comes in to deliver the diagnosis? It's Dr. Travis Tritt, country singer Travis Tritt. I'm going to say, not a bad performance. He was... Yeah, uh, the best, best performance in the movie. Yeah, I was like, this yeah. is... This is Hour-long network drama quality <laughs> performance right here. I'm not. I'm not bullshit, man. He was not bad. He's better than Sam Sorbo. I agree. I agree. I was kind of surprised. I expected him, but I was like, oh, he's doing a good doctor. But Sam Sorbo's reaction to getting that this stage, you please go to Tubi, go to Peacock, watch this reaction. I can't tell what's happening with her. Like, is she having another seizure? She looks cold. She looks like she's rocking. It's so. It's such a weird take. It's it's a pretty wild choices. Going it's on, a choice. Yeah. It is. It's cage esque. It's a choice. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Uh, but yeah, she has stage four brain tumor. He proposes an experimental treatment. It gives her a very slim chance of survival. She of course refuses pain-killing drugs because she's a good christian what an awful fucking i mean what a terrible message fuck yourself if god plans for everything he also planned for people to use pain-killing drugs right that's your your view god does everything He, he he takes people away from you he lets people live he wants you to have these drugs. Take the fucking drugs. Don't put yourself Take the through the damn that. drugs, right? But no, she's more interested in preparing a wedding yeah. than a funeral. Oh. See, this is what this whole Christianity, when people say they like they want to live their life according to Christ's teachings, that just means they want to martyr themselves. Mm. They want to be persecuted. <laughs> we jump right to the wedding. Very hastily planned wedding. Yep. But well, we do have a celebrity guest. Uh, we, hear the, <laughs> we hear the voiceover. When I heard that the world... <laughs> What it says. When I heard that the world's greatest atheist, no, sorry, I didn't have enough contempt in my voice. 
When I heard that the world's greatest atheist had found Christ and was remarrying his Christian wife, I knew I just had to <laughs> sing at their wedding. <laughs> and it's Dion Warwick. Dion Warwick. That once ran a psychic. Oh yes, is up here proselytizing about finding God. I fucking forgot about that. Oh Jesus, that's unreal. Unreal. The way she didn't slip ISIS into that, I couldn't believe it. I know. How did ISIS (laughs) get off? Like, come on. I thought we were slamming ISIS every five minutes. Um. But that's all it takes to get Dion Warwick is just to be a great atheist who finds Christ and reburies a Christian wife. That's it. That's it. And this is shot at the same spot in the park where they had their date. So again, obviously they, they yeah. had one location here. When um, I heard who, the most famous atheist in the world died, <laughs> had an hallucination, came back and renounced all his ways, died again, I knew I had to cash in on this. <laughs> Pastor Vinny weds them, yep. of course. Um, but being a used to, yeah. You're yeah, good. You, you, you come to me on the day of this cancer-stricken woman's <laughs> wedding. Um, kiss the bride. Everything goes off without a hitch. But Tracy gets a call just after the ceremony is over. Oh, fuck. I just I remembered. Fuck. Ten minutes earlier in this movie where they tell the children that they're going to get remarried. And every, this is right before her stage four brain tumor attack. The kids are like, dad's moving back in. And she's like, once we're married, he is. <laughs> <laughs> this is how fucking pure they are. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Tracy gets a call at the wedding. And she's like, oh, I'll turn it off. Oh, well, I, I, I can't turn this off. She takes the call and she says, change of honeymoon plans. You two are doing Sean Hannity tomorrow. That's... Imagine the exposure for your app. And of course, she spits out Hanny's viewership numbers, his yeah. listenership numbers. He's in this many markets. We're talking radio and television. He's like, you know, Hannity was like, can you mention how many million p- people listen to my show? <laughs> I'm going to need you to do that. The phrasing on that could have been so better reworded. Oh, right. Hun- change of honeymoon plans. You two are doing Sean Hannity tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, all right i mean i guess we're christian now but so of course sean hannity pre-show sits down with his guests to make sure they're emotionally ready for that he's a sense of like mr benevolence never in a trillion billion (laughs) fucking years never never uh and you know what hannity he's gonna ask the tough questions sure sure so he says what right do you have to impose your religious values onto somebody else? To which Saul replies, Fucking amazing. What right does ISIS have to cut people's heads off? <laughs> which, is, which is insane. To which Sean Hannity says, That's a powerful point. <laughs> and Katie all of a sudden says, We just want to feed the hungry. It's like, there are a lot of things being said right now. I, that's, wow. Holy fuck. Like, he just, he flips to ISIS so fast. Yeah. Like, what right do you have to impose your religious values? What right does ISIS have to cut people's heads off? What's the correlation? Right. right. First what off, is- non-answer. Second what off. What right do serial killers have to kill people? What right do rapists have to ra- What? Huh? Is uh, Kevin, is ISIS in the room with you right now? <laughs> like, do you, are you seeing them right now? 
It's so fun. All this was was a Sean Hannity diatribe. Like, I think they just took a verbatim transcript of the Sean mm. Hannity show. He said all those things in a oh, row. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and Powerful they just put point. them in different people's mouths. And while this is happening, Fox News logos and slogans are like perfectly framed behind people's heads and stuff. Um, and Saul says, you know, unlike ISIS, this is not a convert or die proposition. Always with like, what is it with this guy in ISIS? Yeah. He goes to that well a lot. A lot. Good. God, it's just, and it's it's always just a non sequitur. It it doesn't. There's no. There's no. Because to them, connection. ISIS equals Islam. That's. I mean, so that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what they're doing. ISIS equals not Christian. Yeah. Not so Christian. anything not Christian is ISIS. Yeah. Right. Atheism is ISIS. Buddhist Jainism. The doctor, <laughs> like, the scientist, the gay man. It's all ISIS. Yeah. Uh, and Sean, just out of the goodness of his heart as he does is like you know there's no profit in it by golly but i'm going to give you a three-hour special on christmas eve and we're going to cover every country around the globe here's you know what here's what i'm going to do i'm not going to be with my family on christmas eve i'm going to sit at a desk hosting a live (laughs) event where you fucking yahoos are going to hold your phone up for 10 minutes maybe less and then we're just going to hang out for two more hours after yeah. that <laughs> what's like three hours we're gonna involve going nasa the globe and, but we're just gonna cover that last three hours yeah the american taxpayers are gonna foot the bill on nasa getting a <laughs> selfie um so we see a little montage um they're they're a good family now they say grace at the table before eating um, but Katie is feeling the effects of chemo, but she's doing it with grace because why sh- grace, 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 grace. Why, why is she even going to chemo? Why is she even doing any of this? This should be the number one thing for her. She's like, good. I'm fully convinced I'll see my son because she says it earlier. I know you saw him. You know, I'm, I'm going to leave these other two behind, but you know what? I'm not going to fight <laughs> this at all. I don't won't take drugs that help ease this. Why yeah. take the drugs that help fight it? Right. That's uh, <laughs> like, do you, I mean, do you, yeah. All right, it's the big Christmas Eve telecast. Here we go. And all Speaking these phone of terrorism, lights, terrorism events. All these phone lines somehow visible from space, even though that seems probably impossible. And even the North Koreans are shining their cell phones at the sky. There's a line, he says. To express their love of God. How'd they hear about it? That's what he says. How did oh, North Korea? How did, they have cell phones. <laughs> Probably because, on their cell phones that all North Koreans have. Because this is a made-up movie where you made up the situation. That's how they fucking hurt. You, your little slam on North Korea was because you set it up. Complete just... Uh, oh, They I meet mean, w- Sally, the app designer. Sally... Wait. Sally Darwin. Sally Darwin. Her fucking last name is Darwin she's got she's got a story she's pakistani which means evil she was forced into a violent marriage at 14 years old she says i came to america and i was quite literally saved by the love of christ so much to unpack there yep yep moving on she just says it's meaningful to spend christmas eve with sean hannity (laughs) why didn't they roll out one of those girls that warren jeff's married at 13 from you know that southern utah compound right they, that was christianity it was isis quirky it was isis mormonism 
Uh, I just love that. Uh, I would say they're like, we should have an app. <laughs> and then they just have an app, right? And boom, there's their app. And it's a thousand times bigger than Google. And it's made by Sally Darwin. And it's like, made by Sally Darwin. Who and is it, a converted. Facebook out of business. Born again Christian. Pakistani. Iran, China, North Korea, ISIS-controlled territories, they're all coming together for something they could not possibly have context for yep. or even know about. But yet these continents are bathed in cell phone light. Bathed in bathed well, in light. Like it's total darkness, and then all of a sudden it's just like boom, it's a belt. It started on Christmas Island. It's a belt of light crossing the globe. I don't know if they what? this was a mistake. Like they didn't think they were filming the entire United States, but only like the eastern seaboard and into the <laughs> rural Ohio just lights red up. States. It, it really just, no, I mean, literally, it just stopped. There's a line. Like they didn't think they were going to film. They'd only had enough to light up that part. I was like, is this time zones? Cause, but no, cause the rest of it lights up at the same time. Yeah. But th- I bet you uh, they don't even believe in time zones. That is, that is just an no. ISIS trick. <laughs> <laughs> Katie looks at the images and she says, it's so beautiful. And he dies. <laughs> the death scene. Dead on the spot. It's so fucking good. It's so, so fucking my good. God. Sam. Sam <laughs> Keep put. Dead. <laughs> and that's it. Movie over. And of course, the credits exhort you to text hashtag. Yeah. Let there be light, at which point they will own your credit card numbers, your bank routing numbers, social security driver's license, blah, 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 sure. all for a good cause. Yeah. You don't like it, you support ISIS. Yeah. Woo! The end. The end. Quirky. Let there be light. That's our movie. Final thoughts before I we manage this movie. I want to the America down. they think they live in. I would love mm-hmm. to live in the America they think they live in. And also, I would love to meet the atheists, atheists they think act this way. There's a scene in this movie where Kevin Sorbo excoriates his kid for wanting to go to Haiti to dig wells to give people <laughs> clean drinking water. He's like, I, you know, just I'm just an atheist, right? I don't believe people should have water. If they do have to have water... You don't have to go do it. They could do it themselves. No. Remember this later when they have a Brita water filter in their Christian home. It's like, oh, they believe in clean water for themselves. I don't Oh, God. Just, uh, yeah, these Christian movies, they're, they're the most easily mockable thing of all time to me. Truly. Because the straw man that they create is just so fucking painfully funny. It's just—it's it, hilarious. It's—it is so delusional. It's truly, truly wonderful. And this is just as bad, if not worse, than the God's Not Dead. Oh, this is not a—it's pretty good for this kind of thing. No, it's bad for this kind of thing. Yes, it's bad for any kind of thing. It—it it, it is so poorly made. The, the director. We, have, we didn't of, even talk about how fucking bad everything looks. I watched the—I rewatched the this car scene from God's Not Dead. Where Kevin Sorbo, that's like a well shot car accident scene of a death of yeah. a man. Yeah. This movie's car scene, it's like, it's almost like that Mr. Show sketch where he's driving around and it's in the background behind it, you know? Oh, it's Toots is the fucking cat who couldn't drive a car level. It's fucking bad. <laughs> and this is a pat, pet power project of the team of Kevin and Sam. And then they said, you know what? This is too much goodness. This is too much sorbonics. Let's get the kids involved. Yeah. Let's Bring the whole family in. Oh. Poor bastards. Yeah, I know. 
All right, just to remind everybody about our ratings. Run-of-the-mill bad's a dare, next-level bad double dare, and a movie we actually like, Reverse Dare. Corky, what do you got for Let There Be Light? LTBL, uh, hashtag. LTBL. Um, the worst writing since Kevin Sorbo's tweets. Um, <laughs> the terrible directing. The man has no eye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um a bunch of random weird cameos of people like Michael Franzese, Sean Hannity, uh, Isis, and Dion Warwick. <laughs> Dion Warwick. Uh, Travis if you're Truitt was actually atheist, okay. Did you marry a Christian? Dion will do your wedding. It's a double fucking dare, man. It's a oh, double fucking boy. dare. It w- and it was long. It's an hour forty. You didn't need yeah. to tell the story in an hour forty. So yeah, double dare. Uh, double dare for me too. It's a it was hilarious. I will say there, yes. there was some real laugh out loud moments. The, the the scene where they're talking to Hannity and he's like, "Oh yeah, well, what well, ISIS Hannity feels like what? Like, yes, that's your that's your justification for anything. Like I get to do whatever I want because ISIS beheads people. Wow, wow, yeah, unbelievable, yeah. hilarious. So if you want if you want something like this, this one's pretty fucking way out there i mean it's it's pretty wild but yeah double dare i would say any scene with sam sorbo is hilarious she's bad in a very spectacularly funny way her kids are terrible but they're just not not not, in a funny way no not in a funny way she's bad in a really fucking funny way no she's bad in that way that that you kind of talked about the doctor being bad yeah it's like all right i'm gonna try this reacting this way then this way this is like people don't have four diametrically opposed reactions to things in the span of 10 seconds that's yeah. not a, like that's like schizophrenic <laughs> that's that's not how people react you're not mad then confused then delighted and uh, then you know like it's it, just it's completely bonkers but yeah the kids it's just it's bad and sad <laughs> but that's it that's let there be light Two big fat double dares. All right, so that's all we have for you on this episode of Dare, Dare <clears throat> of Dare Daniel podcast. Come back in two weeks where we will entertain you with another one of your sadistic, horrific, mm. godorific movie dares. Yeah, good one, Ben. Ben Parker. Yes, that's fantastic. A, a hot one. Until our next episode, send your movie dares to us at daredaniel.com. Be sure to follow Dare Daniel Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Like and rate us on your favorite podcast app. You want to support the show, get your dares pushed up to the front of the line, you can become one of our donators. Visit sure. Dare Daniel, click the donate button, find support the show in the menu. There's many ways to do it. Slip us a five, just, you know, under the table. Yep. That works too. Get the tax man off my back. Corky. Uh-huh. You and Pastor Vinny, you're out there, you're driving in the south. You you got into a little scrape. Fred Gwynn is the judge. It's classic my Pastor Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? What are you up to these days? Well, me and Pastor Vinny aren't really cruising together too many anymore. He saw where I was on the atheist rankings. Oh, boy, yeah. Yeah. Have you checked yours yet? I, I've been looking at the app, and I couldn't see that it's been updated. You know, I'm not in the top 10,000, and so they just don't even display Oh, not, I get you. you know? Okay. I'm, Luckily, I'm, I'm so far out of it. I don't, I don't have any of my badges. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. at 4083. <laughs> which is pretty good but I, I still have to pay double at chick-fil-a oh oh i don't get the discounts um <laughs> that doesn't even make sense i don't know 
Uh, no, uh, yeah, catch me on the atheist power rankings. Um, mm-hmm. Number one with a bullet, and uh, count me down to the Sacramento comedy spot. See shows have classes. <laughs> Sounds fun for Dare Daniel. I'm Daniel Barnes, and I'm Corky McDonald. Saying, I'm just you see this shining my <laughs> cell phone flashlight right into the microphone. This is powerful. You can see it from space. I'm texting NASA right now to get them in on it. Hey, that's a it's your old buddy. God. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay. <coughs> bye bye everybody. See ya.